You Do, the podcast that explores various occupations and industries and arms you with information about what that position entails and how someone gets that job. This show is for anyone who's ready for a career change or who's just entering the workforce. What will we discover today? Lead in and enjoy the show with your host, Chris. Welcome to episode five of What Do You Do? The Career Podcast. In this episode, I interview a fellow interviewee's wife, Lydia, who is a professional potter. She is the wife of Wes, who was the digital sign tech. This is a pretty neat subject. Um, it has to do with art, so it's always pretty interesting to learn about the history of it and what all is entailed. Before we begin the interview, I'd like to go ahead and share a quote by George S. Patton. It is, accept the changes so that you can feel the acceleration of victory. That one's pretty neat. Gives me the the oomph to do my day-to-day work. Anyways, on with the interview. All right, I'm here with Lydia. She is the wife of one of our previous podcast interviews of Wes, the digital sign tech. Lydia is a professional potter. Um, She has been doing pottery on her own and is about to launch her own little uh, business venture on Etsy. Uh, So let's go ahead and uh, learn some more about pottery. So Lydia, would you mind telling me a little bit more about how you found out about pottery and got involved with it? That is a good question. So many people have had the privilege of finding pottery in high school or elementary school, but um, that was not me. I didn't find it until college. I was intending to go into education, you know, teach kindergarten, something like that. Um, But as one of the the requirements for school, you had to take a couple of art credits. Um, And uh, going back a little bit, all through high school, um, I was into art. I was, you know, I took all the art classes that I could, but pottery was not one of them. Um, so in into college, after one semester of education, it, it uh, I learned it was just not for me. Um, too much reading and stuff. Not the reading is bad, but you know, um, we in one of my core art classes, just as the basics for the uh, the degree I was going to get, uh, we went through the art building at the college, and something just kind of clicked, and I I remembered that that was really where I had to be. Um, so one of the classes I took the next semester was ceramics, but you know at first I was kind of put off by the sticky clay, and it was kind of like weird and smushy and looked like you know I don't know what. Um, but, uh, I, I really kind of got into it, um, and found that I was good at it. Um, and I, I really wanted to learn, um, and just kind of stuck with it. So then I, that was in, uh, 2006 and now here we are 10 years later. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the, is I mean, when I've done pottery, mm-hmm. I've done it, you know, where I had a little table and spun, and I put my finger in there and turn it into a little bowl, you know, <laughs> and then I'd smash it back down yep. and then turn it back into a bowl again. 
is there different types of, I guess, clay to get different results? Yeah. Or what, can you tell me more about the process, um, I guess, of going from A to finished product? <laughs> so there are, there are so many different ways of, you know, for example, making a cup. The thing that everyone has seen, you know, like in Ghost, obviously throwing on the wheel. Um, it's the potter's wheel. Um, it's something everybody's familiar with. Um, other than that, you can slab build. Um, which that's kind of like rolling out a sheet of cookie dough and then forming it into whatever you can dream up. Um, that's that's always really fun. Um, and then there's slip casting, which kind of you have to think about the process in reverse um, because you have to you have to make your masterpiece and then build a plaster mold from that, and then you can make casts of that. So there's there's kind of lots of different ways to do things, and depending on which way you want to form your piece, that'll kind of guide you in which type of clay you'll be using. So that slip casting, would that be an example of the, you know, you come in, pay, you know, money, and paint your ceramic? Mm-hmm. Would that be, like, what they're painting, would that be the result of a slip cast of what someone's made? Yeah, so, like, at the paint-your-own places you're talking about? Yeah. yeah those are usually slip cast pieces. Um, so it can be used for mass production, um, but there are plenty of, like, professional full-time self-employed potters that make these, like, incredible hundred-piece molds to make these, like, ridiculous, ridiculous pieces so there's kind of like a huge scope you can do with that what's the kind of pieces that you like to make the most um so what i've found that i like to do is sort of uh make a throne piece and then add on slab pieces um so i really love making oval shaped things um, which, you know, after 10 years of throwing on the wheel, it's, it's exciting to me. Um, I just made these, these bases pretty recently. Um, so I, I threw the sidewalls, but didn't put in a, a base to it. So after it firmed up a little bit, I was able to kind of freeform it, um, and then change the shape. And later I put on the bottom and, added some like feet and cool little side handles and did a bunch of carving on it. Huh. So it's just kind of, it's, a, probably... it's just kind of mm, taking it one step further than just a, a circle. It sounds like, I mean, for me, it's probably a really horrible analogy, but with the potter's wheel, that seems kind of like training wheels. <laughs> and then with the free form, it's like you're on your own. Uh-huh. And, do whatever you want. Yeah. Because, would you say it's about accurate? <laughs> um, you know, it depends on what your desired result is. You know, it's, like I said before, there are so many different ways of making a pot. Um, there, There's things on the potter's wheel that I, I can't even begin to think about how you would do it. Like, there's these people that make these 
five foot tall jars, you know, and that was just on the potter potter's wheel. It's a whole different thing. So I guess it's not necessarily training wheels. It's it's just a different arena, I guess. What's it seems like this might be kind of a very therapeutic uh, profession. <laughs> Uh, kind of, you know, you're you're building your own, you know, creation. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any things about it that kind of drive you nuts sometimes? <laughs> sure. That you like the least? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's being being my full time job. It's certainly not always therapeutic. Um, I think what, at least for me, what is therapeutic, kind of, you could say, um, it's just the the focus that it requires, you know, if you're not completely paying attention to what's in front of you, um, you'll, you'll miss something, you know, it'll get too dry or it'll crack and you won't be able to work on it. So you really have to be um, focused and, and dedicated in the moment right there. Um, and also the, the creativity is, is really um, fulfilling to me. So I guess what in those senses, it's, it's, uh, what did you say? Therapeutic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the people in one of the other episodes we talked to, his name is Noel, and he's an art handler, uh-huh. and he deals a lot with the uh, transportation of pottery, oh, uh, glassware. Um, how do you preserve your, your art or your Don't creations? Drop it. Don't drop it. <laughs> yeah, don't drop. <laughs> is, is there is there coding you know, that go on to stuff it? stuff for shipping. Is there is there uh, coatings that go on it? Um, or? nothing that'll protect it against breakage. I mean, like sunlight. <laughs> yeah, not really. Cause it to break, or just once you're done, you're done. No. Oh. Nah, sunlight won't do anything. Um. Bubble wrap and don't drop it, basically. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. In, I mean, if if you get it wet again, will that do anything, or is wood as dry as dry? Like if you made a vase. Um. Someone, so like. Because uh-huh. like I, I guess well, they, I've seen like. Piece the, is fire. Yeah, once a piece is, is fired, um, the particulates of the clay and glaze have gone through a chemical process that actually it, it binds the whole thing together. Um, so, like, once it's smashed, there's no re-adhering those surfaces. Does that make sense? Yeah. So once it's, once it's done yeah. with that chemical process, um, then it's safe for water to be on it or be yep. out in yep. the open. Yep, and I guess absolutely. that with the, um, the, but, the kiln would be used for that? Yeah. For yep, oven. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but before you fire something, if it's if it's just the dry clay, that can be broken down and recycled. Okay. So Let's if see. I have a piece, yeah, so if I have a piece I'm not happy with, you know, and I haven't fired it yet, I can throw it in a bucket, pretend it never happened. 
That's pretty good. <laughs> good way to start <laughs> over. The uh, yep. Is this something that you can take to art shows and yeah. sell it pretty, pretty easily? Is it like you do for normal yeah. art, like paintings and stuff? Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, mugs are so personal. Um, I mean, I have a collection of so many. I'm always looking for more. Um, and I feel like a lot of people just really gravitate um, towards handmade pottery. It's it's so personal. You, you hold it in your hands. You can use it every day, you know. Um, so it, it definitely is a... Um, something that really grabs people at, at art shows or, or just out in the world. I think it's pretty – art in general is such a personal thing of what you yeah. like and what you don't like. So mm-hmm. I think you said, like for me, you know, when I drink coffee, I have my set, you know, my certain coffee cups for coffee that, you know, mm-hmm. could be, you know, a stupid cup or a serious cup. <laughs> and I, I think with, with – Mugs in general, that's what it is. It's your, your personality shows. So if you see something yeah. and you relate to it, you're going to say, hey, I want that. And yeah. And buy it. Absolutely. And, it, you know, you know um, being a handmade item, it, it almost goes one step further. You know, how often do you get to use an object that, like, you know the person that created that, you know? It's like, you know, having the quilt that your grandmother made almost. It's there's just something there's more of a spirit to the item. Right. Um you know, it's more than just an object. It's a whole range of, you know, a conversation you had with someone or you know, a moment you spent together. Yeah, it's time put into it too. Like I mean yeah. You know, the things I have now, you know, they're probably mass-produced, you know, China, America, wherever. Mm-hmm. But when you have someone that they took their time, I don't know, you know, and that's one of those things that's kind of rare is you don't really have that much anymore. Yep. Which yeah, it makes for authentic. And then plus you're also supporting someone, you know, mm-hmm. for what they, what they want to do and what they're good at, and that's a <laughs> big plus. Do you do, like, um, say I wanted a mug but I want it to have, like, a troll face. <laughs> do you ever do, like, commission, you know, mugs or, or vases or? Yes. Um, I, I can do custom pieces. I can personalize things. Um, my scope of what I can do, I don't know if I could draw a troll, so I'd have to think about that, you know. Um, right. But so it's it's sort of yes and no within my range of skills. I got you. So it's just, sky's the limit, just depends on if you can get pulled off. But yep. as again, it comes to art and, and, and how you like it. So it's almost anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Where do you see yourself in the next, say, um, couple of years? Mm. Um, well, right now I'm, I'm working full time in someone else's studio. Um, and I'm, I'm working on setting up my own studio. So kind of my five-year goal is, fingers crossed, to be a full-time self-employed potter. That would just be so amazing to um, be totally engrossed in making my own work. Um, so I guess I guess that's my plan. Got to figure out. Right now, 
right now, is there anywhere that anyone can go to look at your work or purchase items from you? So right now, I just have an Instagram. Um, that'll be in the show notes. And I'm I'm working on, on getting my studio set up, as I said. And, and once that's up and going, I'm going to open up an Etsy shop. I'll have a, a website um, and hopefully have some of my work in local galleries. For those that can't see the show notes right now, do you know the Instagram off the top of your head? Yes. It's Lydia J. Ferwerda. And how do you spell that last? F-E-R-W-E-R-D-A? You got it. Sweet. I can read my Google Gmail pretty good. Nice job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really appreciate it. I've, you know, I've talked to you know painters and sculptors but never really a potter before, so cool. it's uh, pretty neat. Um, I've seen it in art galleries, uh, but it's always, I've always thought it was amazing of just how – I think that's one of the most basic forms of art there ever has been. Yeah, absolutely. It, it dates back who knows how many thousands or millions of years, you know, people scoop it up. It's, it's almost like a – maybe not visceral, but it's it, – it kind of goes back to like the the most basic humans, you know, when we were kids, go out and play in the mud. And you I built stuff it, with the mud you played in, you stacked it up. Yeah, yeah, it goes yeah. back. It really touches something deep in your in the recesses of your mind. I think it's a very primitive, primitive. Like we just know how to do it, kind of. Yeah. We maybe not make the best things, but we know. <laughs> hey, you get dirt and water. You put together, you get mud. And, hey, look, it dries out, and you got a little stack of mud. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just read, like, in the news a while ago that they, they found, you know, pottery. Uh, I think it was from, from Greece. Mm-hmm. But there was, like, the remnants of, like, the food was still there. Not the food itself, yeah. but you could tell that the the chemical properties were still in there, like, yeah. embedded in the pottery. That's so cool. And, like, you know, someone had that, you know, years ago in their house. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where they store their food. Now, here it is, you know, normal day. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. So you were asking about custom pieces. This reminds me of um, a project I had at work a few years ago. Um, A couple came in. They had been to Israel, and they purchased um, these ancient thousands of years old. They had a lamp and an oil jar, and they had me make a reproduction let me tell you, oh. touching touching and getting to hold those ancient objects was so incredible. And it was even more exciting to kind of try to, you know, dissect how the maker created them and then try to make a reproduction. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and see, I mean, I always got like, when I would see like a Roman coin at you know, the coin shop or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is old. Like, and here it is in my hand. Yeah. I just wonder, you know, what did this coin see? I mean, even though it really can't, you know, see things. But, you know, where did it come from? Where did it originate from? Um, There's just so many things like that. Just the the history of items. Like, where were they? Who had it? You know, was it someone that was poor, someone that was rich? Yep. You know, and... Again, the pottery, I mean, you see stuff, 
some simple and then some just so ornate. And the, for the ones that have survived the years, that's just pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's people like you that are doing it today. And, you know, who knows? A thousand years from now, still around. <laughs> Let me tell you, that keeps me humble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes right, I'll... Lydia. Yeah, yeah. No, no go ahead. Finish okay. Um, <laughs> sometimes I'll be working on something, and I'll be trying to rush through it. And then for a second, I, I remember that if nobody drops this, this could be around for 2,000 years. Maybe they'll dig it up, you know, in my backyard. <laughs> See your name on it. Yeah. Oh, my. Yep, immortalize. <laughs> All right, Lady, well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today, and it was interesting. Learned a lot. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for listening in today, and be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss that one episode that can change your career path. We're passionate about sharing all the possibilities of occupations out there, and we'd like to keep moving full steam ahead. Consider becoming a patron of the show and go to patreon.com slash whatdoyoudopodcast to see how you can support the show.